When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to The Awkward Tapes. Support for The Awkward Tapes is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code AWKWARD at manscaped.com. And if my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good, good though. <clears throat> yeah, um, I got to say, as far as like this product goes, and one of the biggest things I wanted to share was that I did not want to endorse a product I didn't believe in. And so after using this, I believed wholeheartedly this reduces the nicks. I have had a problem in the past with nicking myself, as I believe most guys do. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's helped a ton, for real. Right. Yeah, Manscaped gifted us the the uh, the Performance Package 4.0. And in that package, it has the uh, Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. So they, they let us have uh, some free some free experience with all this stuff, and we've had very good experiences with it. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me tell you, like, that weed whacker, ear, nose hair trimmer, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah. amazing. You said you could breathe better, actually. Yeah, so <laughs> something that people have always told me, especially in my family, as embarrassing as it is, is that I have, like, really thick nose hair, and I didn't realize it until I used the weed whacker. Yeah. Man, can I breathe <laughs> Yeah. It I, is really awesome. Yeah. I thought the same way. Lift, lift up your head a little bit. Let me see inside what? the nostril. <laughs> see? Nothing. Nothing. No bats in the cave. Nothing. Nothing. Right. Yeah. Clear no, airflow. Yeah, yeah, and let's talk about that travel bag. Oh, yeah, okay. Evan. Do yeah. You, uh, yeah, it's awesome. See, yeah. it's, it's, it's a nice little bag. But it's I, I really like it. nice. Yeah. Good, high quality. It's, it's a lot more high quality it? than I thought it was. It's got, like, compartments in there, right? It does, yeah. It has little sections to where where you can put extra stuff. It has different pockets and See, such. I like it. I like that because I've had other brands before that come with like a bag that's about this big, yeah. this <laughs> tiny. I'm like, well, I can't even put the product that came with it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, why, exactly. why do I have this? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't so. understand why they do that. But no, th- this bag is actually pretty nice. I like it. And they call it the shed. <laughs> which is yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is funny. Interesting. Yeah, yeah but we, uh, we appreciate Manscaped for the... Uh, because they gifted us this performance package for yeah. so we could try all these things. But yeah. let us tell, let, yeah, we're, I mean, we're very happy with it. Yeah. Um, very, very happy. So you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code awkward at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code awkward. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, let's get awkward, Presley. All right. Take, take her away. Oh, I will. Are y'all ready? Like, have you prepared yourselves? 
Like no, mentally? Well, no. It's no. Not okay, good. Before you do, let's get into it. Number one. Okay. This one's a little sad. Your funeral is the only one thing you will attend but also miss simultaneously. Oh no. Oh, I know. Wow. It's so dark. It is, but it's true. It is. Yeah. I've never You're thought of it right. like that. You want to you want another thought about that? Yeah. Your entire life you were just adding guests to your funeral. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. What do you think I, about that, Zachary? I didn't want to be depressed. <laughs> This was the first. <laughs> That's why it's the first one. Uh, uh, it's going to get better. <sighs> okay, he's got to he's got to build your mental state up. That's right. I got to I got to tear you down to nothing and then build you back up. Yeah, I will say one of the things that I always found to be really sad is that there, like, among all of your friends, there will be one that attends all of our funerals, and yeah. that is really sad. Yeah. Like it's probably it going to be Leighton. Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. As far as that is, you are a very healthy man. Let's Thank just you. put that out well, there. And he's the youngest. Though, and you are. Oh, yeah. You are the yeah. youngest. Let me and just, let's uh, be honest. I'm going to die first. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Okay. Wait, just because your knees give out doesn't mean the rest yeah, of your I, body what, will. Shmev, what is your cause of death? What happened to well, you? Well, for yeah. one, my knees are... are I was born and God said, give this man, just give this kid 85 year old man knees. <laughs> and two, the luck that I've had with my car the past year, just going to build up to something. All right. Well, let's get a new car then, you know, prevent death. Just, I think it's just me. So you're it's, gonna, it's nothing that I have done. It's just I mean, it, no, me and Russ have talked about this. We have. Just random things just happen to my car. seem to happen. Like a lot of it, I can't even say it's your fault. No. Like, like you put it in park, and the car forgot it was in park. <laughs> slid down and a then hill. slid down a hill and hit the broadside of a house. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. So, yeah. Evan, do you, you have something you want to throw in I there? I was just gonna say, I like how, like, oh, what's your cause of death? How are you gonna die? You're like, well, for one, I don't have good knees. It's like you're gonna die because you don't have yep. good knees. Well, yeah. It, it, yep. I've seen it happen to where you'll you'll stand up, and your knee will not bend. Oh, so you yeah. you just and then you, it gets stuck, and then you, you grab onto something. Hopefully something's there, but if something isn't there, he could fall to his death. I've seen that, too. Are you, oh. are you standing up randomly, like, next to a cliff? Like, Dude, no, like, no. tell him the beach story. Yeah, so we went to the beach one time. It was Destin Beach, right? Yeah, Destin. We went to Destin Beach. We had just gotten to our place. We had walked in. We are like, whoa, this is so cool, whatever. We're about to unpack. I'm in the kitchen, like, just looking at the kitchen or whatever, and my knee completely locks up. I can't move it. And so I'm sitting there and I'm trying to like bend it back to get it to like move, but it's locked in place and I can't move it. And so like the guys like crowded around, they're all like, what do we do? And so I looked at our buddy Schmier and like, Schmier, I need you to pull this back. No. He's like, okay, okay. So I'm sitting there on one leg. He grabs my knee. He just popped it back, oh. and it was so loud. Yeah. Remember how loud no, it, was it was? loud. It was very loud. It, oh. I think it scarred everyone for life. Uh, All right. Shmir was like, what? <laughs> yeah. I, what just happened? I'm sorry. That's an awful story. I still don't understand how that means you're going to die. Well, it's but I'm sorry. See, see, it, okay, okay. Because I'm this, aging quicker than anyone else oh, here. Okay, no, but just this is, your knees. No, everyone. No, no. no. This is what's going to happen, and this is what he's saying. He is going to, like, become immobile by the time he is an elderly man, and he's just going to get obese and die. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, what's your next (laughs) question? Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, Maybe Uh, on to less uh, depressing things. 
Okay, this one's better. This one's better. We can attest to this. Uh, number two, being an adult is when your friends come over and you hang out in the living room versus your bedroom. Oh. oh. You know how, like, as a kid, whenever you have friends over, like, all y'all will just go, like, pile in someone's small-ish to medium-sized bedroom. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. when you're an adult, you got your own place. It's like, now you're actually hanging out in your living room. Yeah. So. Well, it's their space. Yeah. Yeah. Just, no. Never thought of it, Just but a no. Strange transition. Yeah, that's it's good. True. That's true. But we we still go to Zach's room and hang out now. Uh, he, okay, but that's because well, his, his room is the size not, of an apartment. It's not so. small to medium. It it's large. Yeah, it's well, a nice one. I do I will love say. my room. I got really lucky. It's a large it's nice. room, and you're still with your folks. It's not like you're in yeah. an apartment. No. Yeah, so. yeah. I still live with my folks, and I will continue to live with them as long as they'll allow me. Mom, as, Dad, thanks for letting me mooch. Oh, no, as long as the price of living is around here, what it is, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, that's true. Were you saying something? Yeah, I was just repeating mooch. Mooch. <laughs> I haven't heard that word in a long time. <laughs> it's a fun word. It's a fun word. Yeah, it's that's a fun fair. word. Uh, number three. The fancier the kitchen, the harder it is to find the trash can. That is so <laughs> yeah, freaking is true. true. Mm-hmm. Actually, perfect example, my house. Do y'all know where the trash can Not is? Not at all. Only because I've asked you like 10 times. <laughs> and I don't mean that as like, oh, my house is so fancy. No, like legitimately, everyone asks me where the trash can is mm-hmm. after like 10 minutes of not finding it. Well, it's it. a nice kitchen. Yeah, yeah it is. It's a nice, nice kitchen. kitchen. And, and it's just this drawer that blends in with the yeah. other drawers that are not trash cans yeah so we have like this center island that divides the living room and the kitchen and what it is is that it's this drawer and it's got two trash cans in it but they're really small so the drawer is small so you wouldn't expect a trash can to be in there yeah yeah it's kind of weird but there is but there is that's a good thought yeah uh number four part of your body is always touching something Mm -hmm. that just makes me want to Rip my clothes off right now. Well, how uncomfortable even, even I am. if do it. No, <laughs> well, this is a clean podcast. Even so, if you did that, your feet would still be touching the floor. I know. I was gonna say, is it like if you don't have if you're in your birthday suit and you jump up in the air for that split second? Is that the exception to the rule? Like no, you jump air. up and you're yeah. like that. Everything's touching, touching everything. That, your body's touching air. Wait. Wait, not necessarily, because if we were to say that, we would have to what think about the space. St- well, thinking about the structure of like molecules and atoms and how there's space in between them if you dive deep <laughs> enough into your skin and body. So in reality, we are space and there is nothing touching it, each other. I want I want you to think about all your toes right now and how they are all touching right now. Oh. I'm wiggling them right now. Your toes are touching right now, and I know they are. Your toes are not anymore. I don't like you talking about my toes. Well, I don't like I don't like him talking about your toes. I'm really uncomfortable. And this is my my segment. Anyway, number four. No, number five. Number Number five. five. That was number four. That comes see because there's numbers, and so five minus stop. Stop. If you're gonna explain something, you know how there's mansplaining. This is schmevsplaining. You like schmaining. This is schmevsplaining. I freaking love it. Thanks. Oh man. Anyway, number five. At one point, your parents picked you up and put you down for the last time. Whoa. If you're listening to this, go to your parent and ask them to pick you up again. I don't care how old you are. Yeah, Zach, when you get home, go to your daddy. Just be like, Dad, can you hold me? Hey, Daddy. Hey, Daddy. 
Oh my gosh, no, that's like so sad though. It's true. What? That better not be the last. No, I mean, it's not the same. Like the nurturing and loving moment when a mother like picks up her child. Are you crying? Uh, I could be. Do you want me to cry? Not really. All right, well, I can't do that, but it's just sad. (laughs) You're growing up. Oh, Becoming a man. man. So after five comes number six. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, are we? Are you good? I think I get okay. it. Okay. okay. <laughs> number six. When you turn the lights off, aren't you technically turning on the dark? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, that's pretty good. That, okay, that's, that, that one's funny. That's yeah. amazing. See, I it's, like that it's one. one or the other. That's a good one. Whoa! You're turning on the dark. You're turning on the dark. Yeah. Or are you just? I don't. Well, whenever. What? You, what? Wait. <laughs> this is all breaking down in his mind. If you but, turn the light off, you're turning it on, and if you turn it on, then you're turning the dark off. Off. Yeah. 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 But can you yeah. turn something on and off at the same time? No. Yeah. Because if you're turning off the light. And the dark is turning on. If you think about right. it, it's just well, a transitional. Like even a sunset, it's like dark and light-ish, but mm-hmm. it's just transitioning from light to dark. That's pretty or crazy. you yeah. could think of it like this, and this is an argument I've had for a while. The oh same way uh, – this is a Zach thought, all right? Oh you better get ready for this, all right? The same way that cold is an absence of heat, dark is an absence of light. So really, there is no no such thing as cold or dark. It's merely an absence of the other. How about I stick you in a cold, dark room? All right, well, let's not do that. (laughs) Oh, no. What if you flip that? Instead of cold and dark, it's light and warmth. Can you flip it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What if it's the opposite? The absence of the other. What if you flip it? That's true. Uh, Presley just had whoa, an anger thing or something. Anyway, what was that, that was nasty. <laughs> oh. uh, hold on, hold on. I almost lost it. Eli. I had an on-the-spot Presley thought. Okay, what what if personality-wise, how you think about it is like whether you're a positive or negative person? Because oh. you thought about like dark and cold, but then your brain was like, no, I would think about it more like. You know, light and Actually, warm. I like that. Let's That's go. Yes. Yes. Good no, job. I like that. This is going to be awkward. That was a backwards <laughs> high five. That one <laughs> I didn't touch, and Evan's not participating. Jim and Paul away. Did you hear my elbow? Dude, are you good? I was like, someone come the, uh, save me. Oh. What's the next one you have? That was a good one. Oh, wow. I like is, where these go. Yeah. yeah. Number, number seven is <laughs> the last euphoric. one, right? Yeah, yeah, which is after six, but before eight. Right. You got that? Okay. But, whoa. Wait, okay. but did seven, <gasps> eight, nine? Did it seven, was eight, nine? after seven. six, but before. Oh, that does make sense. Six. You do need some schmeb explaining, don't you? You ever heard of <laughs> no. counting in numbers? This is no. why we do it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's why we explain. You never know who's missing the information. Number seven. Okay. Yeah. What color hair do they put on a bald person's driver's license? <laughs> Whoa! Oh my god! What do they? That's insane. Well, I guess I'm gonna find out this year. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Or do they just put bald, or do they have to put something? Oh, they gotta oh, put oh something. well, hold on. They probably just put like what you had before what, you went yeah. bald. But that, would they have to yeah. ask you? Probably. Yeah, what That's... if you could just say any color you want? Like yeah, it was, they, I, it was purple. Don't want to be redhead. So. All right, Evan. So, 
people have these things. I'm going to explain for a second. Please. People have these things called eyebrows, mm-hmm. and they're typically like the same color as your hair. Or if you have not facial always. hair, not always. Typically, like the same. Not always. Typically, you, do you see the word I'm using? Typically, <laughs> yeah, which is implying not, not always. Yeah, it's but implying most of for my the time. situation. My hair is brown, but my beard is like red. Yep. Yeah. I wouldn't so. call it red. It's more, it's, it's reddish like, brown, but it's still brown. Yeah. Yes, but it's still different than that. Yeah. yeah, but you don't... On your driver's license, it doesn't say this person has reddish brown hair. It says brown or brunette or something. Ginger. This is brown. This is more like a black. It's like pretty black. It's br- on his head. <laughs> yeah. It's like brown and red. It's like a dark brown. Yeah, it's like a dark brown. Yeah. I'm just waiting for someone to That's bust down one, the though. door. Someone take <laughs> me away. Police, open up. FBI. All right. So that's all, that's all I got. Man. That was that was fun. All right. I have a I have a question for you guys. <laughs> what, okay. What's that? I've been pondering uh, this, okay. and I want your thoughts. Is this okay? the thing you were hyping up? I mean, I wasn't really trying to hype it up. It okay, <clears throat> but just all right. All right. I need you to put yourself in this situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. Think deep about that. If you have to close your eyes, close your eyes. Think about they this. All right. So you are in this field, mm-hmm. like this flat land of field. Like, you can see field for miles, okay? You have a bat in your hand, a baseball bat. And out of nowhere, just circling around you, comes a ton of leprechauns. How many Ooh. leprechauns can you take in a fight before you have to just give what? up? What? Why are they flying? I didn't say flying. Oh, oh. fighting. Swarming. Oh. Swarming doesn't mean flying. Uh, not necessarily, no. Flying. Flying. <laughs> yeah. But how, I, how, how many leprechauns? How tall? How tall? How tall? I don't know. Let me look up the height of leprechauns real quick. <laughs> okay, I'm going insane this podcast. Well, <laughs> you like it. Uh, I do. You, you know, About three feet. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Three foot, so but a million little so- Kevin Hart's. Wait, but how lucky are these leprechauns? <laughs> <laughs> Do they have gold with them? I don't know. Just how many leprechauns can you take in a fight? If you did, all right, just hold on. All right, you're standing in the middle of a field. They're all just a, every angle okay. around you. Do I have? Weapons? And they're all yeah. You have, have a baseball, baseball bat. bat. Oh, I'm they're sorry. all just running at you. How many can you just take down before you're you're done? Evan. Evan. Is there a Evan. rainbow present in the field? No. That's then important. not many. Not I mean, many? wait, wait, sorry, no. The, yes, then many, then yes. Then many. <laughs> sorry, I got that backwards. Because, you know, I, you're going you're gonna to give in. You're going to be tired. I don't know, man. See, here's the thing is that with leprechauns, they're always lucky. So what, are the li- what is the likelihood that I would take a swing, slip on some mud, and get knocked out? I don't know. Say that aspect was out of it. Yeah. yeah. If it was just I could take about 16. That's well, it. That's Before it. I got tired. Well, think about it. If they're swarming you, that's a lot of angles, and you're just you yeah. with one baseball bat. I, I would think before I got absolutely tired and swarmed over. Here's the thing, though. Like, think of it as children. I think if you do a full swing, you open up an area, and I think I'm pretty fast, so I can cut through them uh-huh. and then swing my way, and then as they come back, it's kind of like Black Ops zombies. Yeah, sure, that? sure. And then you yeah, go back totally. in the other direction and start swinging. I think I could take on so, about 500. So what you're saying is that, that you're going to start training. Yes. <laughs> 500. 500 leprechauns. For those that don't know, training is a tactic in Call of Duty Zombies where you just oh. let them chase you in circles. Yeah, yeah just you like basically that. just run around in a circle and they chase you. And because you take them out one by one. The hardest part about this is that they're fully surrounding you. So if you yeah. can take out one little section 
and plow through and outrun them, then now it's just like a line, and a line is a lot easier. So oh, yeah. if they don't, if if this is leprechauns, right, and they don't have any luck, that aspect has been taken out. Yeah, isn't this basically people with dwarfism? Isn't that the well, same thing? No, that's bullying. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's assault, battery, that's, and potential yeah. murder. Yeah. Whereas leprechauns, <laughs> leprechauns, to my knowledge, are not real. Yes, and in some aspects, evil. Yes, really. I think I could take on thirty. A good, a good thirty. <laughs> I feel confident. Well, in that. would you get overwhelmed? What would be your downfall? I, yeah. You can do more. I think I can do more, honestly. I don't okay. know. 30 I, to 50? I got to know what Evan has to say about this. Yeah. I feel like I would either take out like 100 and I would just get on a roll and I would just be swinging round and round and just doing really good. Or I would swing, somehow miss because I would swing like too high and they're too short. And then I would just get uh, leprechauns. Okay. I don't, what do leprechauns okay. do to you? Like curse you with bad luck? What do they do? They, they just, just all jump on Knock you down, stomp on you. Mm-hmm. Like, is this like a, like, if they don't have luck, is it like a whole bunch of, like, uh, Peter Dinklage's, like, coming at you and (sighs) just attacking you that way? He's the, if you've seen, like, Game of Thrones, he was in Game of Thrones, the small guy. Yeah, he was also, uh, yeah, he was the small, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. he was the author and elf, the children's book author. He must be a South Pole elf. (laughs) Yeah, he must be a South Pole elf. Oh, him. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, I I like that guy. I'm going to change my answer. I think if I was in this situation, Mm -hmm. I would have... So much adrenaline, and <laughs> and just I'd be I would be on a oh, mission yes. to smack them so hard gold pops out of their head. <laughs> so I'm, um, yeah, close to a hundred, maybe more. I think more. I think I seriously more. Seriously, think you could stomp on them suckers. I think I could do it. <laughs> you could just plow through. Listen, if anybody knows any leprechauns, let's put this to the test. I'm about I'm about two and a half feet taller than them. Uh huh. Which is not much. Uh huh. I don't know. I don't have any other. Okay, obviously I would be more prepared than a baseball bat. But if I was, <laughs> if I only had access to a baseball yes, bat, that's all. I don't know. If I was really going for it, maybe more than 50, but a 50 is a safe answer. 50? You said 19. I said 16. (laughs) You can do a lot more. I I think you could. I'm just thinking about this realistically. Like like hundreds of leprechauns. Say you were mad. a straight line. Oh, if they were running in a straight line, I could probably do about 200. Take my strat. (laughs) Just take my strategy, plow through that first little bit, and then come back to him. Yeah, I don't know. It just depends. I think I could take up to as many as a hundred, but sixteen if I'm being like really pessimistic. Is this a wood bat or a metal bat? Because oh. if a wood bat breaks, oh. then yeah, it becomes like a oh, little shape thing. But Make that also wouldn't metal. be good. Make it a metal bat. Metal, metal bat. bat. Okay, yeah. I feel like that'd yeah. be better. A lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Am so. I equipped with running shoes? <laughs> you sound like Dwight from the office. It's like, is there a kindling fire? You know, on it's, it's no, funny. You, you got I, you got steel toe boots on. Steel toe. Oh, 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 oh all right. Actually, so you can actually just so Zach actually can just straight up like kick him, punt him uh, away. You know, I wasn't. Zach's tall. He's like six one. Now so. it's a party. Oh yeah. I wasn't <laughs> trying to make a comparison to Dwight, but that does sound like something he would it say. Does. It really I, does. I think I've taken tests before where I like personality matched with him, but it's because y'all are both so paranoid. <laughs> I know. And yeah. over prepared. Yeah. yeah. Well I don't know. Fifty is a safe answer. Are they straight line or swarming from three sixty? Three sixty. Oh. Does your answer change at all? Sixteen. Sixteen? That's if you were just Amped up on 
five hour energy. Take five five hour that energies. You got the extra hour in there. You got a metal baseball bat, the rage of the Hulk, and all you can take is sixteen. I don't you're, know. You're man. twice as big. They're leprechauns. <laughs> this is all hypothetical. I think you're giving the leprechaun a lot. You're, you're giving them too much credit. Is there gold underneath the field? Nah. Okay. You know nah. what's funny too is that I don't know why this just popped into my head. You know the the pop star, uh, sorry, not pop star, the rap star Dave, also known as Lil Dicky. I would hey. love to hear him answer this, like like analytically. I feel like that would be so funny. He would have a good answer. I don't yeah. know why. I just would want to hear his answer. Huh. Yeah. Well, sure. okay. I, but, uh, here, final final <laughs> go around. So you say sixteen? Uh, probably. Like, I'm gonna say twenty. Let's just say twenty. 20. Okay. Presley. Let's say a solid fifty to sixty. I'm going with 102. 102. <laughs> and I a think half. I could take him down. I got Clayton, confidence in him. 500. <laughs> I seriously think 500. 500. Yes. Okay. I, I don't think it's that hard. I'm going with either 100 or none because I would either swing and get on a roll or my first swing would be too high because they're short <laughs> and I would just miss them and they'd have, destroy me. Have y'all ever swung a baseball bat more than 20 times in a row at full force? Because it, yes. it gets tiring. It does, yeah. I feel like if it's metal though, you hit them in the head. Hit, 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 hit. You're swinging <laughs> wait, like, like a wand. Wait, like it's whack a mole? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> whack a leprechaun. Whack a leprechaun. Whack a leprechaun. No, but the, no, that was a no, that was a good debate there, Schmep. Do you have any Thank other you. debates wow. for us? Well, yeah, but it's uh, yeah, okay. Another just stupid <laughs> debate. I mean, okay. y- y'all have all well, except for Evan. Apparently, when we were talking about this, but like, I'm this, sorry, this topic has taken the world by storm. Oh my, it's gone viral. The Doors versus oh my Will's debate, and if you're not familiar with it, there's this huge debate. You've you've probably heard of it, but there's there's this huge debate on the mm. internet right now whether there are more Doors or Wills in the entire world. And every time I think of this, I start to think about it, and then it flip flops to the other way. Mm. But how? All right, Zach, let's what's get, your answer. Let's get the official awkward tapes decision. <clears throat> I'm not going to distort. Wheels. Interesting. Still you okay. still distorted. <laughs> it's wheels. It's wheels. How can Ex- it not be explain wheels? Explain yourself, though. Okay. Here's the thing. You got the car door thing. I get it. There's four doors on a car most of the time, four mm. wheels, but then you have like your two doors, but that's four wheels and two. Think about how many motorcycles there are that have two wheels, roller skates, mm-hmm. skateboards. Think about the sheer amount of barrels in the world. That would be considered a wheel. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, if you don't consider that a wheel, whatever. That's on but the fence. then you like doors. There's only like two doors in a house generally. Okay. Like front. Oh, the wait, exit. there's two doors. Two okay, house. sorry. I wasn't wait, thinking of like bedroom a- doors. But like what? outside doors, so many. We- I'm thinking of outside doors. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are still doors in your house. Yeah. But yeah. as far as the cars and vehicles thing, I I, I originally thought wheels too, but then what kind of pulled me towards the other side was like, does your gas cap count as a door when you're opening and closing? No, that? a door is something that gives you the ability to enter a different space. You yeah. cannot count the hood. You could count the trunk, I suppose. I would count the hood and trunk. You're gaining access to your engine bay and your trunk. Yep. So and your gas cap, you have to move a door oh, to get true. to that. And if you're an EV, you have two of those. You have one for gas and one for uh, yeah, electricity. But like the engine bay thing, it's the hood for an engine bay. <laughs> it's not a door to the engine bay because that okay. would imply okay. that you could step okay. into the engine bay, which you can't. Define door. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, door. This is from the Oxford languages. A hinged 
sliding, or revolving barrier at the entrance to a building, room, or vehicle in the framework of a cupboard. <laughs> so, Here, what uh, now? Here's an example. She looked for her key and opened the door. <laughs> Thank you, Presley. <laughs> that thoroughly <laughs> helped, man. So yeah. you, the, a door, so you have oh, things. Oh, my gosh. And doors, like, okay. So you, there's normally like a door handle or knob, okay. and you have to turn it what or do? do something for that to open. And so a door is kind of like a wall that you can go through, but there's also doors that aren't in homes. Yeah. Okay. Does, I that, would, hold on. Was, does that help you, Leighton? Yeah, that helps okay, me good. a lot. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. But, okay. We need to get you help. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you were saying. Um, I would not say that the gas thing is a door. I wouldn't count that. Yeah, not even the, the because latch? it's not like a cupboard, and you got to get in the. But it's thing a space of area. Okay, but let's count that out. Space for a area of <laughs> take this. Okay, you know those because this was going to be my argument. Because personally, I think that there's more wheels, but I'm open for you know debate or whatever. I think there's more wheels, but think about all those toy cars. Millions and millions of those tiny little toy cars were made, and you wouldn't count the door on those, right? Because you can't. Yeah, because like on depend, a Hot Wheel, it depends you, on the Hot Wheel. Yeah, some of them you can't. On a Hot Wheel, you can't open the doors most of the time. Most of them. Yeah. And there's so, so many of those things, and there's lots of things that have a ton of wheels on them. Usually, if something comes with something, it has wheels on it. Even if you think of something that can roll around, a dolly. Yeah, and there's no doors on it. But if something has a door, usually there's just like one door. Unless you have a house. Well, I want you to think about New York City. And mm. think about all the skyscrapers and everything that are in like Manhattan. Oh. Elevator. An elevator. elevator alone. How many doors is that? Have you yeah. like the Empire What's State Building? <laughs> one. No. It's one. <laughs> no. The Empire State Building. How many doors so do you true. think are in the Empire State Building yeah. alone? See, this it's is why be I like to hear all of these different things, because yeah. there's so many things that right. you can count. I want his opinion. Yeah, do you want my opinion? I want I'm, your opinion. I'm going to go on like a little I, – I would rather hear from everyone else at least a little bit, because I'm going to go a little like Deep. rant or in depth. Okay. Or try oh, to. I'm ready. Attempt to. I'm ready now. I'm ready. Oh, you – okay. Go for so it. So my first thing was I had to look up, okay, when was the wheel first invented? When was the door first invented? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why. Just I thought it would be a fun little history, but it was like – just a thousand year difference in like the early BCs. So mm-hmm. that doesn't really take into mm-hmm. factor much, but one mm-hmm. article that I'm sure everyone has found, uh, cause it's the article that keeps popping up for everyone. It's by the Philadelphia inquirer and it goes into, are there more doors or wheels in Philadelphia? And of course, Philadelphia, it's either like the fifth or sixth largest city in the whole U S it has how really? many millions of people. Oh yeah. Did not know that. No, it's one of the biggest easily. And from the, I won't go into the whole thing, but from the article, it concludes, obviously, I mean, it's not a fact, but it concludes that there is most likely more wheels than there are doors in Philadelphia. And like what you're saying with New York City, like New York City's a lot larger, but Philadelphia is still one of our biggest major cities. Mm -hmm. And if that has more wheels in it, I think that really says something about the rest of America and like rural America. And another thing is that... Simple machines, there are only a few of those. So simple machines, you can just look it up, like what are, what are simple machines or all simple machines, and they are the wedge, the screw, the lever, the pulley, included plane, and the wheel and axle. It's one of the few simple tools 
Hmm. And it's included in many different things. Like, mm. uh, like I saw on there, like some people were saying for the doors, like, oh, in certain like German cars, like in the engine or whatever, you have like extra things that might be considered doors or whatever. But there are a lot of things that could be considered wheels uh, with like, I've heard some people use the doorknob debate, like, oh, if you consider a doorknob uh. a wheel, then... I don't personally buy into that. I don't see a doorknob as a wheel. But if you do, then... Define wheel. <laughs> oh, my God. A circular object that revolves around an axle and is fixed below a vehicle or an other object to enable it to move easily over the ground. So, And That's, with that definition, it's just yeah. so much more broad than a door. Because like, even if you think about like a conveyor belt, a conveyor belt, it would in sense have wheels if you go by that definition. Or at least I think that you can make the argument that it does. And I just feel like there are a lot more things that could have wheels than doors. And again, even in like, again, I know I'm quoting just one article, but if you go by the one article about Philadelphia and if this major city that you would think would have more doors because of the skyscrapers and hotels and everything, if that... Uh, if the city has more wheels than it does doors, it seems like there would just be more wheels in general because you would expect in a big city is where you would find all the doors. Right. So. Well, you didn't let me give an example. The sled <laughs> was wheeled out to the flight deck. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Now I get it. Okay. Get it. Never mind. You're right. It's doors all the way. Oh, right. 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 <laughs> so it's obvious. It's wheels. It's always been wheels, and I can't be convinced otherwise. Well, I was going to say my, my thought – Flip-flop and flip-flop and flip-flop, but flip the flop. past couple days I have been thinking wheels as well. Yeah. It's not I would go with wheels. Yeah. I mean, I, don't I, know. I understand, like, the, the amount of curiosity it brings and, like, the consideration of both parties, but think it's wheels. Think about an 18-wheeler, too. Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. Two doors, 18 yeah. wheels. Golly. There's two in the back. Yeah, because okay. of, like, the shipping crates or whatever. Four I know people doors, have brought that up. Wheels. <laughs> you know, I met someone... Once who said they had a conversation with somebody who was like, why is it called an 18-wheeler? Like, Maybe because there's 18 wheels. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I hope they're doing okay. Yeah. God, I just what? thought I'd throw that in there. That's where my brain went. Why is okay. it called a semi-truck? I don't, because it's more of a truck than the, than you know, a truck. than a Ford or, or anything. I'd say I that's a full truck. That's a full truck. <laughs> it's not a semi. I'm not superstitious. I'm just a <laughs> little semi-stitious. Semi-stitious. All right. That was a good debate. So wheels, yeah. is that the overall I mean, consensus? That's yeah. what I'm going with. I mean, all but of you, us, Presley, is that what you're going with? Because I think the four yeah, of us all went wheels. Yeah, I, I don't want to peer pressure you. If it's yeah. doors, it's doors. Originally, it was doors. Because I just go back to the buildings and all that, but I don't know. I, I don't count a, a wheel as anything for this debate, like a doorknob. I don't count anything round. I just count something that is supporting something else that allows it to roll. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Something that was As of right now, this is probably going to change. As of right now, I'm saying wheels. Yeah, okay. I think we all are. But yep, subject to change. No, no, it's not. For me, it is. <laughs> Well, good for you. You're wrong. All right. Well, now I'm going to find something else well, for the other. So, that really told us who we are, though. So, recently, or you know, past couple of days, we all took the Enneagram test again. Yes, we did. Uh, yeah. And so, Zach, I feel like you'd be able to give a good like explanation for what the Enneagram test is. So, you mind explaining that sure. real quick, just in case you don't know what it is? Yeah. So, the Enneagram test is 
any other like any other basic personality test um it asks you a series of questions and it basically tries to give you one of i think it's 16 different personality types. Uh, nine, nine. well nine main nine, ones there's subgroups and then but, there's like subgroups there's but like, they call them wings yeah. yeah and then like you have um you have a certain type that you're given for your personality and then you have like your shadow archetype kind of and it's like things you resort mm. to in uh, bad situations or things that you resort to in good situations and so it's really just cool because it lets you dive into your own like psyche yeah even though it may not be 100 percent correct it's pretty close most of the time yeah um yeah so we all took this and i think all of us have taken this before except for evan yeah. right yeah no I, I don't really take these tests yeah so. well and so I will say before we, we start this, I've always gotten because I've taken this multiple times oh. and I've well, yeah, actually I was going to say, should we say what the nine types are just for context? Yeah, do you, do you have those pulled yeah up? I was going to pull those up um, while you're looking that up. I was going to say I've taken this multiple times and almost every time I got the one that's like leadership or leader. I can't remember which number that is, but this time I got something different. Mm. So what, okay. are the, what are yeah. the nine? Yeah, I got the list here. Uh, number one, the reformer, which is very uh, leader. I think that's the one you said you got before. So. Number two is the helper. Uh, number three, the achiever. Number four, the individualist. Number five, the investigator. Number six, the loyalist. Number seven, the enthusiast. Number eight, the challenger. Number nine, the peacemaker. Yes. Hmm. And those names do change. Yeah. Um, Depending um, on different like sites, or whatever. Like yeah. some of the names on here are a little different than what you read. Yeah, but. some of it might vary, but the general idea behind yeah, it yeah. is the same. How this is usually represented is in a circle, because like Zach was saying, sometimes you'll move to uh, a different number in a, mm-hmm. in a place of stress. Yep. Um, but in a place of growth, you'll kind of take on traits of a different number. Uh, but you can't go to some numbers if you're one, and we'll we'll get into that. But yeah. first. Um, yeah. Because we just share what type we are. Yeah, Evan, you wanna you wanna start off? We haven't talked about this. We haven't much started. Previously. Yeah, we're all hearing this for the first yeah. first time. Yeah. But it's it's just interesting to do because to mm-hmm. me, I learn a little bit about myself. Yeah, when I do it. No, so. it, it was scary accurate for oh, me. Yeah. Totally. Okay, so I guess I'll read what was uh, what was the main one. Uh, so the first one that I got uh, here. Sorry, wait. Let me get to it. It was a ninety-seven percent match apparently mm. uh, for type two, the supportive advisor. Mm. Okay. Uh, and the description for it says twos are people who see the world through relationship through relationships and define themselves through their service to others. They may be selfless, loving, and giving, or dependent, prideful, and manipulative. <laughs> and then uh, it says core fears are being rejected or unwanted, uh, being thought as like worthless, needy, inconsequential, inconsequential. Uh, I can't talk. A yeah. Great day for a podcast. I can't either. <laughs> uh, dispensable or unworthy of love. Core desire is being appreciated, loved and wanted. It says the core weakness is pride or denying their own needs and emotions while using their amazing intuition to discover and focus on the emotions and needs of others and the core longing or like uh, the message that they want to hear apparently is you are wanted and loved. That is the that is the main one I got. So I'm apparently very much a type two. And then some of the other ones that I'm like are apparently the loyal guardian type six, mm-hmm. or like uh-huh. type nine, the peaceful uh, mediator. I got uh, like a lot of type four, uh, the romantic individualist. And the one I'm the least like is apparently type eight. 
as the protective challenger. Okay. So mm. w- would you say that it it was pretty accurate? Yeah, I'd say it was pretty accurate yeah. overall. I'd- well, yeah, I will say type two, That's that was my second highest. So it was 80% for me. Mm. So. I was almost there, but I not can kind of see that in you. Oh yeah, actually. I can't yeah. for sure. Like number two yeah. being yeah. the helper and the the yeah. person that's very supportive. Relationships are very <laughs> relationships are very important to you, yeah. obviously. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty accurate for you. That's I wow. see that because I've yeah. looked into this a little bit before, just trying to figure out the different types. Because you can actually use this as a life hack uh, if you use this in your workplace. Same thing with love languages; <laughs> it'll help you a lot. A lot of people have been using this in their workplace. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot what of my father's company does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot sure. of places have started doing that just yeah. to better understand what you know if they're hiring, what kind of people they're getting. Yep. Yeah. So. Laitwan, what you got? I am type seven. The Entertaining Optimist. Hmm. So it says, Type 7 stand out for their um, eternal optimism, charisma, and fun-loving nature. Their upbeat and innovative approach to things, coupled with the eagerness to explore new possibilities, causes them to have a broad range of interest, knowledge, and wide social networks. Their flexibility, love of life, ability to garner support, and contagious enthusiasm <laughs> reflects the joy and abundance of God. That, <laughs> wow. That is like spot on. Yeah. That's like uh, the summary here says the busy, fun loving type, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. <laughs> See, I didn't like those. <laughs> well, you didn't like it, but is it true? I don't know. Distractible. What Distractible? I mean, you put a, p- a piece of cheese across the room. <laughs> I think you can be. You, you but yeah, can like be. The, yeah, I mean. Well, also, I like with these personality tests, it's like there's no way they're going to know for each person. Right. I guess we're all kind of both of them. But I would definitely say that this thing is pretty, pretty accurate, it's pretty, pretty close. spot on. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that describes me pretty well. That was scary pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. What were the core fears? Uh, yeah. Being deprived, trapped in emotional pain, limited or bored, missing out on something fun. Huh. Huh. Is uh, that is that accurate in any way? Would you say? I don't like missing out on something fun. Um, <laughs> I'm the same way. And I don't want to be trapped or limited. I don't like being limited. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, let's go into like that. Being, that sounded like you were like very sure about that. Well, I don't. I don't like to be like. I don't know. Like, y'all know I'm competitive. Yeah, and so I don't want to be like. You always want to get better or something? Yeah, and if I'm limited, then I feel like I can't be as good. That's fair. So you have a desire for improvement. Is that fair? Yeah, but that's also like, that's a different different type, which is interesting too, because um, I forgot which one it was, but it kind of goes into that. I think it was the Achiever, is Mm -hmm. the thing, is what it's called. Yeah, number three. Number three. And I can kind of see that in myself too. Okay. What about your desire, core desire? Uh, being happy, fully satisfied, and content. I can see that. Okay. Um, hmm. Gluttony. Feeling, th- this is the weakness, feeling a great emptiness inside and having an in, uh, satisfiable desire to fill yourself up. Emotionally speaking, because I was going to say, it's not like you're hmm. fat. Well, he eats a ton. He does. But. Dude, this guy eats <laughs> the most out of anyone I've ever met in my life. He just ate. Okay, this is what's going to happen. We're going to take a break and uh, yeah. eat. 
between the podcasts that we filmed today, and he just ate a giant burrito. <laughs> I know. And he's still going to eat more, and, I promise you. And before that burrito, like an hour or two ago, I had a big meal. <laughs> exactly. And before that, I had a big Goodness. Meal. Can't wait till your so. metabolism takes a nosedive. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. I, I hope not. If so, I'm uh. going to blow up, <laughs> which is also one of my fears. That's one of my fears. Oh man, oh, man. Uh, Shmev. But anyway. yeah, so this is one I've never I've never gotten before. But I got a Type Six, which is the Loyalist or the Loyal Guardian. Um, it says they're committed, responsible, faithful, suspicious, and anxious. Um, it says of all the Enneagram types, sixes stand out for their dependability, steadfast commitment, problem-solving skills, and their desire to reduce risks uh, to ensure safety for themselves and others. Their insightful and analytical minds are realistic, witty, and give them the ability to examine things from multiple angles. Incredible team players who value community, easily identify with others, and long to champion the underdog. They reflect the faithfulness and courage of God. Hmm. This um, is very religious. Sounds like I, you took the religious version of the test. <laughs> I don't know, but I, for me, I, I felt like that was pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, core yeah. fear, saying feeling fear itself, being without support, security, or guidance, being blamed, targeted, alone, or physically abandoned. Um, core desire is having security, guidance, and support. And then core weakness is anxiety. Scanning the horizon of life and trying to predict and prevent negative outcomes, remaining in constant state of apprehension and worry. That one is right up that, right up my alley. <laughs> right up that alley. Uh, worry, yeah. worry way too much about things. Um, and it says core longing. It says, quote, you are safe. I don't know. Um, I'm going to start saying that to you now. Yeah. Hey, but, it's <laughs> most okay. of the time I get the uh, whatever one is, the reformer or whatever, which talks about leading uh, and being a yeah. leader and stuff. Um, I was going to try to see what my uh, my other ones, like the other top ones were. Um, <laughs> This one, for type one at least, it says it's called the moral perfectionist mm. for type one. They're very hard on themselves. Yeah. I met some people that <laughs> this really does match. Oh, really? Yeah. I have a little bit of That's actually my second one, apparently, which I hmm. wouldn't say I'm a type one at all, but I guess there's certain some... tendencies. It's funny because like with this one, I'm actually a lot of all of them. Actually, you said <laughs> yeah. like, you're number seven? Yes, number seven mainly. Well, I think you go to number one in a place of growth, because I'm oh. looking at the chart here, and and it like it goes what's across from it. So mm-hmm. seven goes to one in a place of growth. If I'm looking at this right, and that in a negative sense. place, it goes to number five. Number five. What does six go to? Six goes to nine, which is which is peacekeeper in a place of growth. Okay. Like so, instead of being insecure. Um, and worrisome, they mm-hmm. go towards number nine, which is very peaceful. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that's where you can grow is when you focus on peaceful things. Uh, but they go to three in a place of stress, which is achievements and all that. Aren't they like across from each other? Is yeah, yeah and I've, I've got the chart here. But okay. um, My least one was 49%, which was type five, which is the investigative thinker. Or what does it say on there? Number five for me says the investigator. I can see that. So, like, what what goes into that? I'm trying to... Uh, the intense uh, c- cerebral type. Perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. Core fear. Being, see... Okay, so it says, pulls back from the world and others to observe and prefers to 
live in their own mind. They may be wise, visionary, and knowledgeable, or abstract, stingy, eccentric, and intelligent. Intellectually arrogant. Spit it out. I don't know why it's so hard to read. Uh, well, here's the thing that's getting confusing with all these numbers. So, can I break it down real quick? Yeah. Okay. So, you have your main number, and I keep talking about numbers that are across, and then there's also numbers that are to the side. So, you have your main number. Uh, so, for me, kind of leading into what mine is, it's actually the same as yours. Oh, cool. Number six. Um, so, that is my main number. But for me, the numbers across from me, I go to uh, number nine in a place of growth, which is across. But in a place of stress, I go to number three, which is the achiever. And I take on the negative traits of people that have a type three personality. But we, we said something about wings or what you shadow kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah. So you can also move to the numbers right and left of you. Uh, so... Uh, you can kind of take on traits of number five, which mm-hmm. I think you do mm-hmm. when you want to learn something, you investigate something. That's mm-hmm. what I do. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my case, I I research the mess out of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if I'm into it, I do. Yeah. And for me, that's like cars and music and all that stuff. Or you could be more like a number seven, uh, but you're mainly a six still. But you could kind of sidestep and take on traits of number seven, uh, which is more like Leighton. I like how they did this because it's kind of it's not just saying like you're in this one category, you know? Yeah, it's like this is where you like you could be. Yeah, Yeah. which I feel like is the problem with a lot of these personality tests is they 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 trap you into one thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas Definitely. with this has this can get even more complicated. Like yeah. there's even subtypes subtypes of what I'm talking about. There's the numbers across from you, growth and stress. There's the numbers next to you, which are wings, um, and then there's even subtypes off of that. Hmm. But we won't Weird. go there. Yeah. Wow. So it can get very specific. Um, what about you, Presley? Oh, that's number what it was. Six. Number six, same oh, number as six. same as Evan, okay. but I feel like in a Shmev. different way. Mm-hmm. Shmev, excuse me, <laughs> but in a different way. What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? I, I don't know. I feel like I take on more of five, whereas you might take on wing seven. Which, which is what the, again? number seven is kind of like Leighton. Like Leighton, okay. Yeah. Because, oh. um, you know, uh, hang on. Let me go through these. There was something that while I was doing the personality test, um, you can do strongly agree somewhere in the middle right. and strongly disagree. Right. And there's even some in between that. But one of the questions it asked me, I feel like perfectly described me. Uh, whether I agreed with this or not, investigating, gathering, studying, and mastering information is not just a fun passion, but provides a sense of control and safety. It helps me feel adequate, knowledgeable, and capable. That is me. That's okay. that's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty that on was the head. scary accurate. Yeah. yeah. Um. Definitely the biggest prepper I've ever met. I, yeah, I'm prepares for the zombie apocalypse. Well, you got to start preparing for that leprechaun thing now. Oh my goodness! <laughs> now, now there's that to think about. Gonna start sharpening a bat to yep. be a double-edged sword, which kind of goes off uh, Enneagram Six with the five wing, the defender. Yeah. <laughs> versus Enneagram Seven or Six with a wing seven is the buddy. Uh huh. The buddy. The buddy. Zach, yeah. what, what's yours? What do you think mine is? Uh, Hold on, let me look at these again. Yeah, let's. Uh, out of curiosity. Okay, let's let's see. Base. How well do we know our Zach? 
Number one. Because uh, there, there was two that were very strong, but there was one I got 100% match. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, I thought mine was strong with 97. That's pretty strong. Uh, okay, number one, perfectionist. Number two, the helper. Number three, the achiever. Number four, the individualist. Number five, the investigator. Number six, the loyalist. Number seven, the enthusiast. Number eight, the challenger. Number nine, the peacemaker. I'm going to go with either one or eight. Okay. I will say, okay. um, if it helps, number four is uh, kind of uncommon. Hmm. What's okay. number four? The, oh, the individualist. Um, I'm actually no. I'm going four or eight for Zach. Okay. Read four for me. Uh, number four, just a quick summary: the sensitive, withdrawn type, uh, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Four or eight. Probably uh, more of four. Number. You think I'm dramatic and temperamental? <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> no, uh, number eight is the powerful dominating. T- oh my goodness, it's a dominance thing. The powerful dominating type, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Is that number nine? That's number eight. 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 Number nine is peacemaker, okay. which is easygoing, receptive. Which I can see. Okay, I'm gonna uh, say eight. Yeah, because to the right and to the left of it also has. Um, yeah, descriptive personality. Yeah, I would say eight. I think it's four. 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 four uh, eight. I'm gonna go eight. I don't think it's eight. Number it three, be, I can see that, I actually. See, I see you being high as eight. I don't see you being 100%. One's also there for me. Zach, just, what is it? Yeah, yeah what, what is it? I'm saying eight. You're all alone. I am 100% a nine. Okay. Oh, really? close. Okay. Yeah, close. I'm, I'm a peacemaker. And, I, and you guys may not see that, and that's because I'm very comfortable with you guys, and I don't mind being a challenger, per se, which I think is my uh, wing. Yeah, right? well, you could be wing eight. Yeah, well, so this was my thing. I was ninety-one percent a two and one hundred percent a one. Wow! Like, it was it was really close. But um, the number nine, it says nines are accepting, trusting, and stable. They are usually creative, optimistic, and supportive, but can also be too willing to get along with others to keep the peace. Which, quite frankly, I do often. Mm-hmm. Um, they want everything to go smoothly and be without conflict, but they can also tend to be complacent, simplifying problems and minimizing anything upsetting. They typically have problems with inertia, stubbornness, and at their best are indomitable and all embracing. They are all also able to bring people together and heal conflict. Actually, yeah, that's Dude. that's pretty accurate, actually. Yeah, so I thought that pretty much hit nail on the head. Yeah. Um you know what's interesting about what? that? With me being a six, my place of growth is actually nine. Interesting. Oh, maybe that's why we're friends. What's place of growth mean? Like, what does that mean for you? Uh, so when in a place of growth, I'll take on your traits. So for oh. me being six and, and, you know, me, I'm very defensive and paranoid and all that. But you're very <laughs> easygoing and friendly and more open. So in a place of growth, I go towards that. Interesting. But yeah, um, I don't know what my, like, what is it? The shadows are... Uh, oh, so if you're number nine, across from you is number three. I think that's your place of growth, and number six is your place of stress. Do I stress you out? <laughs> Actually, no. You're probably like. Well, maybe I have that. Me out maybe I have least. that backwards. Huh. Actually, that, yeah, you stress me out the least. Out well, of then I, maybe that maybe that's your. Well, you guys stress them out. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hold yeah. on. I find it interesting <laughs> that you got a hundred though, because I got a yeah. seventy-one on my that's my insane. top. Oh, so really? like just yeah, a seventy-one, just a seventy-one. I yeah, was like, like, like I said, like it was a lot of wow, wow, wow. Actually, you go towards type three in your place of growth. So what is type three again? Uh, the I'm, achiever. The achiever. 
Uh, and for your place of non-growth, you go towards uh, six, actually. You become more like me. And so. me. <laughs> wait, and so Evan. When, wait, so when Presley... Schmaff. Schmaff. So yeah. When Presley grows, he becomes more like Zach. When Zach devolves, he becomes more like Presley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're uh, Pokemon. So essentially, wait. the Enneagram tells us we're all Pokemon. Our Mirlax. What Pokemon that's devolves? Mirlax. Yes. That's, that's a reference. <laughs> so if that's me and Zach, does that happen with any of the rest of us? Which one were you again? I'm I'm almost I'm ninety seven percent type two. Two? Yeah. Two. See now. I have no relation to two. No. No, you're far away from Zach, it. you hurt me. But that's weird. you support him. <laughs> what? Here, what are my you never said what my wing what do I go to when I'm good? What do I go to when I'm bad? Uh well, real quick, your wing, you could be more like Zach, you could be a nine. So maybe that's why you get along. Or I, you could be uh oh sorry. No, you're two, you said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could be like one, which is kind of a perfectionist, mm-hmm. uh, and take on more um leadership roles, or you could be like three and be more like an achiever. Uh but as far as your place of growth and uh Let's see. Num type two. <laughs> uh, place of growth. Uh, when type twos are moving towards growth, they go. To, their growth number is type four. You become more individualistic. Yeah. I get that would make sense because two is very relationship uh, yeah. heavy and oriented. So it would probably be um, becoming more of an individual. But would be healthy. Your place of. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say non-growth. What was it? Did you, My did downfall. Your, your, yeah. Yeah. Stress, right? <laughs> yeah, stress. That's okay. what it is. Um, would be eight, which is the achiever. I will say what eight no. is the one that I... Eight is the protective challenger. Yes, uh, eight, eight is the challenger. Eight is the one that I have the least. That mm. that was my lowest score. Oh, so that that's Interesting. why it would which be makes a place sense of stress. Because, I mean, it has like core fears, like being weak or powerless, harmed, controlled, whatever, or being manipulated. It's core longing or like the message is you will not be betrayed. Like the main weakness is wanting more power. And mm-hmm. that is very much, at least so overall, not like me. You're going to be a dictator. Oh. Also, no, I'm the opposite. Yeah, I know. One thing I will say is that one, like, it really did not touch on like my biggest fear. Like, it says that my biggest fear. I'll pull it up again. It says that my core fear is of loss and separation. And yes, I would say that that's a big fear of mine, but definitely Mm. not my biggest. My biggest is like lack of validation, actually, and Mm. acceptance. I disagree. Really? On a previous podcast, you had said the most fearful thing you that the most sad thing that could ever happen to you is if you're oh, married, yeah. have a wife, have a kid, but then oh, she dies. Okay, maybe that is pretty. Accurate. See, loss. Have you seen the Fatherhood movie with Kevin Hart? No, I no. wanted to see it. That's a good movie. You should watch. Oh, that's my worst. Yeah, that, that's your fear. That that's that face, movie. Fatherhood. Face your fears, man. Oh, just yeah. just a two. No, inch. I would. Oh, sorry. Just a two-inch Cheeto and a 12-inch bag, like I always say. <laughs> okay. What? Well, He actually um, does say that. Now I just want Cheetos. But well, I mean, just listen. You know, you got this bag, right? Oh, my God. No, Someone no, 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 no. Stop no, doing this. Off. This is I, not This is not a shmev thing. I don't okay. believe you. Well, too bad. <laughs> you have... All right. No. You got this big old pack of Cheetos, this bag, okay? Uh, okay. And each Cheeto is like two inches. They're playing rock, paper, scissors, but no one knows why. 
<laughs> you have this 12-inch bag, <laughs> and you have these 2-inch Cheetos, okay? This big old bag, and you're just a small little person. And then you're eating, and you're just done. You are a fish that was in the sea. Right. Just swimming around, so small. How did And no one even recognize you, you don't even, you know? Where's did, Nemo? Where, how did we get to euphemisms? I just Speaking of Nemo. I just thought I'd bring it up. <laughs> you know, you like that? Yeah, I liked that I'm a lot. I'm just kidding. I had nothing about Nemo. I will say I'm very surprised that type 9 it's was a 100% oh, for it. Like I definitely see yeah. you as number 9. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I would see you more as like a Type six because you're very loyal, or I would think you being like more of an individualist thinker, or like an optimist, or something. Like, Interesting. I, I see you high as type nine. I get that, but I was very surprised that that was a hundred for you. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the other thing too is that these tests are made also to be Ex- kind yeah. of vague and also not one hundred percent correct. So, like, obviously, I'm not you know everything yeah. that this thing says i am and that's something to keep in mind if you yeah. people at home were to do this yourself don't take this as this is everything i am don't mm-hmm. let it label you mm-hmm. yes yeah because a lot a lot of times people actually mislabel themselves because they don't have a clear idea of who they are and not, yeah. not great self-awareness yeah and also if you take it take it again yeah see if you get a different result because i did mm-hmm. that and i got a different result i i take it a couple times a year actually yeah, really? just, to, yeah, just, for just fun. to kind of see see if, like, I don't know, I feel like my stances on things have changed or something like that. Um, but for the fat, for the past few times, I've gotten a one. I mean, this is the first time in a while it's changed. So I will cool. say that something that this reminds me of is it feels like this is the <laughs> step you skip for meditation. And what I mean by that is that meditation, some forms of it, the sole purpose is to be able to psychoanalyze your thoughts and allow yourself to get a better understanding of the way you think and why you think that way. And so this feels very like, okay, I'm going to take a test and figure out the way I am because this is what it says it is, as opposed to doing your own research and in, in searching into yourself to figure it out on your own, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was just a thought I had. True. Well... Hmm. Yeah, you learn a little bit about yourself and a little yeah. about your friends. Well, that's why I like it is a, just use it as kind of like a mirror, self-reflection. Take it for what it's worth. Tell you me. might get some good information out of it. it might blow your mind like it did me. Um, speaking, one last thing I will say, uh, basic desire to have security and support. A key example of this is the fact that I have just told everyone my type and my paranoia and the, thus makes me susceptible and vulnerable to more future attacks. <laughs> oh, I, that's great. I was thinking uh, about that in preparation for this podcast, and I'm like, I'm doing it right now. I'm worried about telling millions of whoever's going to look at this what, wish. what type I mean, I'm going to be. TikTok. Well, TikTok, I mean, it could. Yes. Make but, my boy famous. I don't know. It makes I don't know. That just makes me even more paranoid, which just proves I am this type. So anyway. Should we so we yes. shouldn't drop your address? No. So listen, it's eighteen <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, you, yeah, if you've never taken it, you should take it. You're gonna learn a bit, little bit about yourself, a little yeah. about your friends. Um yeah. yeah. Well, we, we hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Wide, wide range of things we've talked about. Um Again, you should you should go follow us on our other socials. We are approaching 140,000 on TikTok. Doing great over there. Instagram, we finally hit 200 followers. Hey, yeah. We're a little smaller, but it's it's kind of hard to, you know, trans, transform or not trans, transfer 
followers from other platforms. The you other. know, we've but, only been doing this for so long. I feel like we, we should deserve some credit for the amount of work we put in. It's not easy to get followers that quickly. No, no. especially on YouTube, which I yeah. think is like 500, 600 now. Almost yeah. 600. That's something. Yeah. Also, another shout out and thank you to Manscaped. Honestly, yes. thank you yeah. for sending these products to yeah. us. Yeah. We yeah. thoroughly enjoyed not just reviewing them, but also <laughs> using yeah. them. Yeah. If you're watching this, we have yeah. the lawnmower 4.0 <laughs> on the table. And yes. It has a travel bag. It has a flashlight. Yeah. Yes, which it does. is surprisingly useful. Dude, I ran it, I read the manual, which is another type six thing to do. If you press, <laughs> after you turn it on, if you press and hold it, it turns the light off. Oh, in case you nice. need that. Oh, yeah. cool. I didn't know. And uh, a little thing like this is great timing because the other electric trimmer I had um, just died. So I threw oh, that in the yeah. trash. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That worked oh, yeah. out well. And this one is like 10 times quieter. Yeah. yeah. So oh, say, it, it's yeah. very nice. Also, say you live with other people. You don't have to worry about making noise. No, exactly. Also, uh, 20% off if you yes. use code yeah. awkward. Yes, uh, when you are checking out on, on, on manscaped.com, use code awkward for 20% off. Like that, I don't think yeah. a real And like, free shipping? And free shipping. That, that's, that's, that's a, that's a really good yeah. deal. 20% yeah. off? That's a fifth of the price you're going to buy. Like that's, totally. that's really good. But yeah, thanks, thanks to Manscaped. And thank you to you guys listening yes. or watching. We, we really, really appreciate you guys. Well, but until next time. We, uh, um, you know, what, what's my gonna, That was so awkward. <laughs> that works. We're just going to cut That's it. Uh, now. No. No. Cut <laughs> <laughs> it there. Thank it you. There. Thank you. Thank you for listening, yeah. and thank you for being with us for a session of awkwardness.